You know what, Lauren? Forgive me. Hey, you're listening to the Stir Crazy Podcast. Uh, it's just me, your old buddy, Lauren, or LV, with a verb pod. Um, <coughs> it's been a bit since we just talked one-on-one, um, but I figured that you missed me. And you wanted to hear from me about everything in my head balls. So, um, I'm fucking talking to you. Let's see if I still know how to do this. Uh, let me see. What's been on my mind? Hope everyone's doing well. Uh, hope everybody is, um, coping there's just been so much um like bad bad stuff you know um it's been a it's I know personally for me like it's been a hard month or so um I lost um a friend since high school (coughs) excuse me in the last couple of weeks to um, suicide. And um, I I still am in, in kind of like disbelief over it, you know, because if you knew this person, you're just like, there's no way in hell. Um, he had so much life. He was always so upbeat. And, um, so, and he he had two, um, young adult children that he adored, like was such a great dad. And so the thought of him, um, leaving them and his sister and his mom, you know, uh, yeah. So it was really, really, really awful. And we're all, you know, still processing that. And um, our love goes to his sister, Iria, who is um, in all of our hearts. And we got her as much as we can. But, I mean, how do you, how do you really, how do you really, like, you know, you know, it's just as a friend, um, it's, it's hard to process, you know, you have memories and, um, for me personally, uh, I don't feel a guilt because I know these things are not my fault, your fault, anybody's fault when somebody, you know, commits suicide basically. But, uh, my friend had tried to, well, first of all, throughout my whole, um, stomach ordeal uh when I was recovering he was always DMing me and checking in with me and asking me how I was doing and then in October he DM'd me saying that he was going to be at a bar by where I I lived and um he would love to catch up and and I was still (coughs) excuse me I was still feeling so awful. Like I still wasn't very strong enough to like sit upright for long periods of time. Um, I just kind of, I I just couldn't do it. And of course now in retrospect, I wish that I did. Um, Not that I could have, again, I couldn't have saved him, but um, I would have loved to speak with him, obviously, one more time. And um, also, who knows, we, you know, I pride myself on being somebody who can cut through bullshit. And so, I, and I I feel like I'm pretty empathetic and I, I can read people pretty well. And I wonder if I would have been able to kind of, um, 
pick up on some cues or or whatever but we will never know but I believe that he is with his dad because his dad had passed away from a long time battle with I believe it was cancer or leukemia of some sort something (laughs) equally as um as awful and uh, so at least I feel that you know universally or however you want to however you want to put it um he's with his father now so that's one thing and he's you know watching all of us dirtbags still (laughs) here on this earth um and it was like trippy because his memorial um of course was just so sad but it brought a lot of people that have been very 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 important to me in my life like critical to like who I am as a person people that I have so many memories like some I still regularly keep in touch with uh luckily but some people like Life happened. Um, Some of us went one way. Others went other ways. Or some people stayed exactly the same. You know what I mean? Like, and, um, and a lot of those people came to honor him. uh, All all those walks of my life and his life. And um, it was, I will say, like really comforting to be with those those people uh to mourn Mike came with me which was so incredibly sweet of him because he didn't know Jesse although it was so funny uh, not funny because we were at a memorial and uh you know wake or whatever you would call it I don't know you know I'm bad I I don't except for in the Jewish religion like sitting shiva and all that like I don't I don't know the terms like what's a wake, what's a uh, memorial, what's a whatever. So my apologies, I'm not trying to like be like, oh, and look who it is. Hello. Hi, hello. What's going? What, what the fuck's happening? What's happening? This week stuff. Um. So, everybody, pause on the story I was telling. I will get back into it. We have a live caller. Um, coming to you from our car, it sounds like. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm just about to pack up. You're accurate on uh, that. Um, yeah, so on the line is the podcast host. Um, it is Mike on yeah. the line. What's up, Mike? Happy Friday. Happy Friday, yeah. The, the Sir Crazy Drop Daddy. The uh, Drop Daddy, yeah. Drop Daddy Content Caddy. Wow, Okay. We're like get... packing pack your car up right now as we speak. It's a beautiful, about a seventy, about fifty-nine degrees. It's like a little slight wind blowing from the east. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the sun is setting um, to the west. Do you want to tell everybody where you're located at the moment? San Mateo County, specifically uh, yeah. the federal block. Okay. FC, the Fed. Okay. We've Boston all done. City. As we, you know, Gabe was with us last week. We. We went pretty in depth on. Uh, oh, we've referenced. We've oh, referenced many, definitely. Many there definitely has. Um, it's a part of all of our formative years. So, um, you're. That is a really annoying sound, especially when I have headphones on. Can you? So I'm taking off here for takeoff. Here, I gotta check my engine and, and make sure the flight path is clear. Sorry, hold on, guys. Talk to the tower. Oh my God, you're such a nerd. Should I play some Limp Biscuit? I have a Limp Biscuit CD. In Absolutely here. not. Really reminiscing of uh, the '90s, yeah. Absolutely not. I do not want you to do that. Um, Limp Biscuit, Fight Club, you know all the good stuff. No, but if you want to talk about good stuff, um, do you want to tell the listeners about um, our night in North Beach last Saturday? Oh, man, it was great. We went to this crazy uh, sex club. It was like a... Well, it used, to be a, it used to be a strip club, The Hungry Eye. Oh, you mean... Oh, you mean while I was with you. 
Uh, <laughs> right, 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 right. That was a little more tamer. Yeah. yeah we, uh, we went to an old sex club. I, I thought we were going to a strip club. I was a little overwhelmed, but excited, but still overwhelmed. Right. And then relieved that, that uh, it was a, a strip club full of COVID. Oh, oh, that's that's your reason you were, you were relieved. Um, at first, yeah, I mean, really? I was in the mood for a strip club. I could have done it. But... Yeah, I could have done it too. But what really happened was it was from uh, one of your best friend of a pod, mm-hmm. um, a pod from another mod, um, Ciara, the the you know? the cloud queen. Yes, Ciara's. And, yeah. Uh, we, she took us to the Belvedere, and we had cocktails. Wait, the Belvedere? You mean the Fairmont? The Fairmont. So we went to the Fairmont. Well, for, no, no, no. Back up. First we, we went, no, no. First we went to a place called Jones, which is like this um, place on a roof, um, bar, restaurant. Yeah. Mike had a she broken... As we sat down. M- Mike? Oh, yeah. She did not, like... Here's my drink order. Here's my. She didn't even eat her French fries. Then she didn't share with me. Actually, I was kind of perturbed. I forgot. I didn't and now, and I have a question: the burrata and the um, the tomato was that for everyone at the table? That's why I didn't eat it. I thought she had just like got it for herself because she's like vegan. So no, I. W- I ordered that because she ordered so fast. Oh, like, I should have I ate that then. I really wanted to, but I thought it was CRs. <laughs> Shit. So all I had was um, some of the cauliflower, which was delicious. But the we had this this emo waitress, like no, she didn't get lively until towards the end when we asked her some questions that were kind of funny. But um, she was on quaaludes, like dude, share the quaaludes. Right, right, right. Get them anymore. Right. So Mike's um, chair was fucked up, and so the waitress was coming by. And we said, we just want to let you know that this chair is, like, broken. And she's like, oh, yeah, I know. It's broken. I was like, what the fuck? And then she just kind of walked off. Like, it was not, she was not concerned about it, you know, from a, from a, you know, like, a tip perspective or anything. But though we, we, we gave her a very, very nice tip. I mean, we're not deadbeats. But she got lively. Somehow it got divulged that she was a Scorpio. And then I'm like, oh, I'm like, so (laughs) did I? Um, I was like, oh, I'm like, you probably think some really, really, really evil things about um, um, some of your customers. And she's like, I do. I do. And I'm like, yeah. Coming from a non-waiter, but no, you've been in the public service. You've been the eye. We, we've heard those stories. Mm-hmm. You've been behind the counter. Yeah. Not as, not as like in the, the class struggle as some people in the food service industry, but I've done some time in it. And I, I feel like I treat a uh, wait staff very well. You know, you, 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 you definitely uh, are one of the good ones, you know. But you also were at a place when you was, you couldn't go anywhere. You know, the fr- waitresses and waiters have the freedom of going in the back, hiding, running to the break room real quick, crying, you know, coming back out before. You could do up, that at Noah's. Table. But, you know, at, at, at uh, what, what, were we at Noah's Bagels? Like, you were a fucking, you know, it was like a circus act. They could throw no, I just, first of all, I didn't like. Um, crying in public back then. I still don't love it, but whatever. I'm 41. But um, what I would do is I'd just say to my friend Alexis, who was a manager or the main manager, Jeff, I'm like, that was some bullshit. I'm going to have a cigarette. Bye. And I'd walk to the back door um, that like faces like, you know, right when you get off the freeway there, you can go right like towards Costco was over yeah, that way. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And, and yeah, right there. No, I didn't work at Bridgepoint. You, I mean, Metro. It's, it's Metro Center or whatever. Pre Bridgepoint. Right. So it was facing. So I'd just like smoke, and I'd just take my fucking time when I was really mad, and I'd feel like crying. Like definitely when I got pegged in the face at like seven thirty in the morning with a full house. Like no, I didn't feel great having. Can we- Locks. Can we reference? 
what? Let's reference one of the, uh, the early pods that you told the story. Oh, okay. So. Do you remember? It's like, it was like 28, number 23. It was definitely, it was definitely one of the like first 10, I think Season I one. told this. So anyway, let's get back to Ciara ordering a hamburger and then not even eating Well, a be- okay. So a- not even offering to me any fries. Okay. Also, she ordered a Beyond Burger, which means fake meat. But then, um, then fucking Scorpio waitress didn't think to put like no cheese, like because she. Yeah, she's not the cook, man. She does. She's the. I don't think you got. I don't think you can. I can't. I don't know. She. If I was that waitress, I'd be like, so you're getting a Beyond Burger. You know that comes with cheese just to just to you know make sure no cheese on that right like i would say something like that that's definitely definitely she wasn't yeah she wasn't stoned she was like heavily so like cr gets the 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 fake burger, but then she's like, and there's fucking like Swiss cheese on it with a fuck. Like, <laughs> so like, but we started to anyway. loosen up. It, it was, and our friend Brittany was there too. And then we went to the Fairmont and we had like this really funny conversation where, um, so we revealed a little too much. Oh no, I don't. Same stories, but we went deep. Yes. But then we also like, Okay, at some point, at some point, Ciara and Brittany had divulged in conversation that if they had been boys, like, Ciara's name would have been Dashel, Dash for short, and Brittany's would be Blaine. (laughs) And I just, I formulate, like, I used my imagination, and I kind of just, like, totally, like, came together with them having a residency in Las Vegas where they, because they're both um, acts like ballerinas and stuff. So I'm like, I see a mashup of like Cirque du Soleil, but with like ballet as well and movement. And, and they're like, yes, yes. And, and then I was like, but it's going to be super erotic. And then I was just, I mean, it, the Fairmont is a very, 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 very high-end, fancy um, yeah, hotel. Big yeah, there. yeah, and um, very and rich, pe- like, like very rich people. Very rich people stay there, and also very rich people go there to the lounge that we we're drinking in, the lounge bar. To even San Franciscans that live here, like us, like they go there to, you know drink and so we were being so loud and obnoxious and telling these really like dirty like stories but it was very fun and then then we um then we ended up at our bar which i had once famously gotten kicked out of because i tried to (laughs) fight a candy raver and then later that i gave a stranger a hug though remember that he said i'm not gay he gave me a hug Wait, he said he's not... Wait, what? Right when he went in, he goes, all night. he's all straight. No, he said I'm straight. I still gave him a hug, dude. We were talking about real shit, about how men should be... How men should be... Uh, should hug more. Mas- masculine... Be, uh, men should hug more. Lauren, you were you were all over that. I was like, this is Lauren's wheelhouse. Oh, the guy... Was it the guy from Brooklyn? Yeah. The guy yeah. Oh, he was... He was... To, to speak like someone from the East Coast, he was mad cool, yo. Did you see that? Did you see that? Cool, yo. He was mad cool, yo. Um, New York people are the best. We should go to New York soon. We should. Um, Is it open yet? Are we alive? Are we allowed to go? I mean, we're allowed to go, but whatever. But, okay. 50,000 miles, and I just checked, and we still have them. But probably won't when I want to go, because fucking the system's fucked. Yeah, the system is fucked. So then we go to our, so we're at our bar, and I don't know how this happened. Then our friend Andre so, shows up. I know how this happened. Let me take it over from there. So yeah. I'm having a conversation with Lauren. I'm like, Lauren, we need to get the fuck out of here because shit's about to get nasty because, like, four or five random showed up. And kind of, you know, Andre showed up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she was a little late to the party. Yes. Um, 
But she showed up, then a bunch of randos showed up, and then that minivan showed up. And me and Lauren having a conversation, and Lauren, it seems like her back's to everything. And I'm like, yeah, we should go because, I mean, we got to make up our decision because we might fit, you know. And I was like, I don't want to go to the marina. And then right then, like, yeah, let's go. Oh, God. Ten minutes later, when the back of an Irish... I don't even and I don't even think it was I don't think it was an Uber like I don't think it was I think these Irish people have like somebody they knew that picked them up from our bar to take them take us there was also these I don't I don't know did the did the did the um Haitian dudes know the Irish dudes the, yeah, it was... The Haitian dudes? Yeah, Rashad, but they were Haitian. But they were from, they were from New Orleans. They were from, Louis, uh, you know, New Orleans, so... So, so we're in the back of this, uh, we're in the back of this Irish dude. In there's legit 12 people, there's legit 12 people, legit, like, smashed into this van. Sing the tune real quick. Well, I, I led a round of Sunday, Bloody Sunday. I actually, like, put on the song, and that was a big hit, you know, with the Irish dudes. But then they were they were singing a native, like, limerick or whatever. And, and then I drunk, and I decided to try along, and then I'm like, Jameson, Jameson, I like Jameson. I remember that. <laughs> um, you do remember that no, and then we went to a, uh, the, the Irish guy knew a, you know the bar owner this so place this like place that used to be club. a strip club and then, yeah there we go and then the history and then that's all was history is what they is what they say in the movies the music was great we I think we only paid for one round or so of drinks um I remember but yeah they, he, he was buying, he was buying everybody and then later in the evening yes Freaky, 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 uh, freaky, freaky, freaky. Well, they did play the, they did play the boner song called Too Close by Next. Oh, yeah, dancing real close. And you all, let's not, before I go, because I'm getting to my destination. Yes. Yes. And then you're going to continue with. Wait, are you going to sing my Jameson song with Paul? Jameson, Jameson. Okay. Don't forget what really went down after we Lauren had a slice of pizza. <gasps> I told you not to tell anybody about that. Okay, like you would not tell anyone about anything that I would have had. Okay, okay. Yeah, I did. I wanted, but wait, I wanted a Philly cheese. Wait, I wanted a Philly cheese steak, though. I wanted a Philly cheese steak. What happened? They ain't serving Philly cheese steak. They're serving just pizza. Dude. But they had it on the menu. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Okay, well, um, I know you're leaving. Yes. It, I, it was not remarkable. I had to add artichoke hearts that we had at home when we got home and put on hot sauce. It was nothing to write home about. I still, my stance on pizza still stands, fuck pizza. But it did the trick, and that's what pizza's for. I mean, did it? I could have, I could have had a fucking... I, I didn't we also like have fake buffalo wings that night? I mean, I, I who's I to say? We had a good time. Hey, we party. You know? We hey, did. Hey, we get down. Can you do me a favor? Um, when you're offline, can you text me what I do to get this card onto my? Do I use a card reader to get it off the and put it? Oh uh, yeah, no, you don't, I don't think we have one in the house. I have it with me. We I'm not pleased with that. Okay, goodbye. It was nice speaking with you. But what are you going to talk about? What's, what's the world? I mean, there's a lot of a lot of things happening. You'll have to listen when I post it. You'll have to listen when it's posted five years from now because you're fucking. You really only have the. You really have the only card reader in this whole place. I. Okay, stop trying to stop trying to humble brag like you need to know how to upload a card reader and do the editing. Oh, let's, let's, I let's, think let's, I know a little something about a card reader. Tomorrow, what? Let the drop daddy hook it up tomorrow. All right, you, you just worry about 
just letting the audience know what's what and who's who and it's the Kanye album is good because Kardashian, you know, it could it could it could be the best album ever. I hear he still hasn't released it. Is that uh, yeah. But anything off of Fresh Divorce, that he's feeling himself. No, but uh, Stacy sent me a thing today. Kim and the kids were um, backstage last night. What's going on? I mean, they get what, they still his kids. I mean, you know, so you think they're not together? Or you think they're still together? I don't know. Maybe they have a. Maybe now they have an arrangement. Maybe he's allowed to date other people, and she can date other people. Who knows? Maybe they're going to become a new modern family. Who knows? Maybe he'll start dating the mom and really get that though. No, the other guy, Corey, is. Oh, see, you need to see. I don't know. I'm still catching up on Brittany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, you have a good night. See you when I see you. See you tomorrow. Okay. Bye. 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 Well, that was so nice of Mike to call in. Changed the mood a little bit. But, uh, yeah, last last Saturday was great because it felt like it, it was the first time I really felt like it was pre, like, hanging out like pre-COVID was. And I don't know if that's great because, like, as we know, there's a Delta variant going around and I don't know a lot of these people that I was smashed into a fucking minivan with. Oh, I also remember I saw cops, like a paddy wagon or something. And I started yelling, fuck the pigs, fuck the pigs. <laughs> oh, Lauren. Such a bad fucking girl. Um, but yeah, so it felt great. But yeah, even... I'm fully vaccinated. Mike's fully vaccinated. My friends, Ciara, she's fully vaccinated. Audrey's fully vaccinated, but I don't know about these other people. And I mean, I hope I don't get a breakthrough variant or whatever, but that was fun as shit. And um, yeah, I hadn't been to North Beach in forever. Can't say I'm still a fan. Like, well, I was never like a fan, but I've had some good times on uh, good old Broadway. And the place that we went to go drink that used to be the strip club is actually the first strip club I ever went to when I turned 18. And I remember they were playing behind um, where the the floor for the dancers were. Um, they were playing the Pam and Tommy Lee sex tape. So that was definitely the first time I'd ever seen a sex tape and the first time I'd ever been to a strip club. So that's, that's kind of some weird knowledge. Anywho. Mm. Just want to kind of finish out on what I was talking about before Mike called. So, um, my friend, my friend, uh, passing away and then, um, not a close, I wouldn't even call him a friend. I'd call him a, bar acquaintance, but I did just hear about this guy, Chris, that I've known over time um, because of living in the mission. And I think at one point he lived around the corner from me when I lived alone on Dolores Street. I think he lived on 15th Street. But there's this guy, Chris, and he had like Spud McKenzie dogs Mabel, I think, was the first one. And then he got Al Davis because he was a Raiders fan. And um, anyhow, he was really handsome. I definitely at some point, and he was kind of quiet and mysterious, and he'd always have his cool dog. Uh, I remember I asked my friend Travis, who's a bartender, or was a bartender, at one of the bars we frequented, I was like, what's that guy's name? I think he's cute, you know. Um, So I definitely had, like, kind of like a, you know, just like a bar crush, a bar regular crush on him. Um, But I just found out in the last couple of days that last Friday he committed suicide. And um, that made me sad as well, even though not close to him, but, like, 
just from a humanitarian standpoint, it, it just, this whole year has been so hard or a year and change or whatever, whatever. I, I try not to like, kind of like do the count because I have enough stuff that, you know, I, I kind of harp on like the stuff with my appendix, um, recovery. So like, you know, my point is like, I think that everybody is sincerely walking around with PTSD. Like we're trying to find joy again. Like I said, like last Saturday going out that night was the first time I had like a lot, a lot of fun in quite some time where I felt like I forgot that we aren't still, you know, in a pandemic or stuck in this like crazy, (laughs) crazy world where I told you people, I knew that because Donald, as I always said on my verb pods, Donald Trump, isn't um, an ideological person. He's a narcissist and he was grifting everybody and he was fleecing the country and the world, it seems like, uh, with all his like shady dealings. But um, it's funny, though, because low-information people that are really into him or even educated people that have glommed on to Donald Trump or good old fucking fascist, racist, you know, neo-Nazis, Proud Boys, however you want to slice and dice them. I knew that with Joe Biden becoming president, that that wasn't just going to wash away. And it's not Joe Biden's fault that the Delta variant's going on or that there's still so many unvaccinated people and there's these wild conspiracy theories or even the people that don't really subscribe to like the microchipping and all the whack fucking um, conspiracy shit. Like there's also just these people Oh, okay. So there's also just people that are such diehard um, Trump people. They're like indoctrinated. You know, he could literally take a shit on their faces and they would like eat it. That they hate Joe Biden so much and they've like been trained to hate him, the demo, you know, whatever the democratic establishment, although let's be honest, like the only difference between the democratic establishment right now in Washington and the Republican establishment is that democratic establishment people in government don't say racist things or like propagate in conspiracies, but if you took a step back, as I often do, and when I see all the things that they don't want to do to make people's lives, like their constituents' lives, better, like they don't want to pa- – like they think that they have deserved vacations or something. Like they have not hardly passed anything in years. I think that – I mean, is don't ask, don't tell, or actually wasn't that executive order – was was the ACA the last thing that got pushed through semi-bipartisanly or whatnot? I say that to say that um, we're in a really, like, fucking bad way. And I'm not saying I know for a fact that another person winning uh, the Democratic nomination and if they were to also 
win against Donald Trump. I'm not saying that they would have been able to eradicate this hangers onmanship that's going on to Donald Trump, which is literally killing people by accepting that disinformation is okay. Um, like, I don't think that everybody that watches Tucker Carlson believes him. They just like it. Like, it's, it's WWE. But they're so, like, trained to dislike the other side. They're like, Donald Trump is so petty, and so he's made the people that like him so much. He has trained people, if you're irrationally petty and just never, like, go away or leave people alone or whatnot, you still win or in some way, but, you know, um, it's killing people. And I don't know, like, Joe Biden, as I've said, ad nauseum, all my, every time I do this caveat, I don't think Joe Biden himself is a bad person. I think he is 180. He is a good person um, in general, you know, like, we ideologically, we don't agree on pretty much anything. I mean, there's some things, just like basic stuff. And I'm, I'm, I'll probably like give an updated grade on how I think he's doing in his presidency at this point. But just because I think that Joe Biden is a decent and kind person, I don't think he's a effective again and he is wasting the good faith of people even people that aren't necessarily democratic voters usually but were just like so over Trump or scared of Trump or like covid was so rampant and they just like republicans that aren't like crazy like um anti-vaxxers like they knew that they had to get Trump out for um, <laughs> some semblance of a return to normalcy and to get our country back on track that they voted for him. But now the problem is, all right, so we got him in there and the majority to Democratic-leaning people wherever you fall on the spectrum. You know, I know I'm very, very, very left of most of my friends that, you know, I hang out with. Um, I have a few, like, I would say most of my friends are, like, centrists. I would say that I'm learning that um, some of my friends are – Definitely fiscally, like, conservatively, like, what was known as a fiscal Republican, but has, like, some of the um, alleged, you know, social kind of, like, wants to be a part of the right side of, like, social issues. So they they vote democratically, even though they have a problem with a lot of the tenets of the traditional, like, democratic platform or whatnot um so yeah I know I'm way radical on one way I'm not the majority got that but I will say this squander when you have people like Joe Manchin in West Virginia and then Kristen Cinema in Arizona just basically republicaning out on their democratic like caucus <laughs> it's um it's like why did we why do we like keep these people in 
the Democratic Party, whatever that means anymore, again, like, why? Like, they're so ineffective. They do nothing. And most of them are bought and sold by lobbyists anyways. So it's not about, like, getting people infrastructure, like, improvements. They just don't want to piss off, say they have, like, a big donor that's in West Virginia for Joe Manchin. Coal. You know, so he's not going to, like, go all in on a Green New Deal or anything like that, right? Okay. I'm so stunned. So I feel like I'm, like, losing my focus. So, yeah, let me get something out. My long-winded point is that I think that Joe Biden is not the right person for this time. Everyone said that he was the only person who could have beaten Donald Trump. I do not agree with that. I think that if Bernie had gotten the nomination, the same grassroots people would have, and more traditional Democratic people, you know, they would have sucked it up and they would have gone to bat too. There's no way that the mainstream, the the rational American, if Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren or or Kamala bleh, or better, you know, whatever, like there's no way we were at such an inflection point. It would have been the same exact thing. Biden came in late, so of course he became a front runner because we were basically already like hurling towards COVID like fuck town. Um, If COVID had not happened, as I've said also a multitude of times, Donald Trump would have probably won again. But I believe that there's no... um, fucking way in hell that any type of democratic leaning person or the few like Republicans that were sick of the bullshit or him being just such a gross person and so on and so forth they would have been like okay I hate this but I'm going to vote for Bernie Sanders or definitely more like a mainstream person like Elizabeth Warren so and I think that if Either one of those people were president. There would be so much different language. Like, what I like so much about Elizabeth Warren, I know that's not a cool thing for people that are, you know, very left like me to say, but I don't hate her, and that's just my truth. But, I mean, I definitely, like understand criticisms of her as well. I can understand criticisms that people have of any candidate, pretty much. But she wouldn't be scared, and neither would Bernie. They'd be like, oh, you don't want to, like, oh, the Republicans don't want to play ball? Fuck it, I'll do an executive order, like, the Republican Party, especially with Mitch McConnell, has um, made bipartisanship, like, unattainable for real, real, real. I mean, they were always demons, but at least they played a little bit less demonic in years past. But now it's, like, insanity. So, I mean, I believe, especially to go forward, you need straight shooters that are like not like so much like hey kids gather around let me tell you a story about you know when republicans and democrats were friends you know or some shit like that so like instead we need people to be like people need health care 
there are people that still ha- have, haven't ever gotten paid but from their unemployment for months because things are so backlogged. The, the streets are falling apart. All that shit. I believe that Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders would have definitely like been like way more hard hitting and like take more risks. Like I feel like politicians need to start if they really do want to go to Washington to make changes, run and then win, but don't, don't be in the Senate or Congress and worrying every day about political calculations if you're there. You might be removed, but, or voted out, blah, 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 blah. But while you're there, do everything that you said that you were going to go to Washington to do. And so we've got a bunch of ineffective, like, legislators. We've got a president that just, like, thinks, like, the way to make the whole pandemic and the Trump, like, hangover go away is by being golly gee shucks. No, Pandora's box is open. People are never going to, like, you know, be, like, hokey fucking Americans anymore. Not that it was um, (laughs) ever hidden, but we are not living in a post-racial world. We are actually slipping back to pre-civil rights times, if you look at it, like the amount of like hatred towards people that are different, whether that be black, Latin, Muslim, Asian, gay, Jewish, you know, whatever you want, you know, anything other, LGBTQ plus, like anything. There is less understanding. People get criticism of not wanting to necessarily hear somebody like spout off like racist shit as cancel culture or whatnot. No, it's called having a decision to make. I don't choose to like associate with people that speak or believe like dumb shit, but it, but you have a right to say whatever you want to say. Now, if you're a business owner, you might want to watch yourself. But, I mean, the whole cancel culture thing is just laughable to me. And also, have people really, um, that many people really, like, had to, like, sit out. (laughs) I think right now, Chrissy Teigen is, like, the true martyr of cancel culture. If there was really one, like, she can't even, she doesn't feel like she can go back to Twitter. And I don't know why not? Like, I know all these like social media companies give like famous people or people of note um, special controls that they can filter out stuff. But whatever, all I know is that if I ever was like so embarrassed by myself, um, shitty things I had said in my younger life, like um, I don't think though I would stop posting on specific social medias. And I've done a lot of shitty things. I'm taking accountability for that. So what, so what I'm saying is that, like, Joe Biden, as all politicians do, they, he said a lot of things that progressive people wanted to hear when he was running. And as I've always said, you, I never believe that any president is going to do everything that they say that they're going to do on their platform. But I always think that you should have like three big priorities. Now, obviously in this Joe, like Joe Biden walked into very specifically different kind of, uh, atmosphere, you know, with this pandemic. And I think that he did a great job finishing up the rollout of vaccinations to those who are smart and are taking them. Um, A plus there. But everything else so far has been so abysmal. Um, There's no, there's no like 
minimum wage, mandatory minimum wage bills on the table. He's kind of just abandoned. He doesn't care about that. He's obviously not going to go for um, Medicare for all, but like nobody's talking about any next step at least towards that or, you know, whatever. Um, we're not even getting the, originally he said he was for 10 grand, um, college loan, you know, debt relief. That's nowhere to be found, which that's something that affects me. And that was a big part of why I played ball because that's something that is very important to me. Um, He's still up to fuck shit in Syria, bombing, bombing shit, droning the shit out of people, taking out people from Iraq. But there's so many covert operations still going on that we find out about when these poor soldiers die. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, we're in this country that I might not even be able to say like correctly and there's like wars going on like secret wars like just even if you get people out of like Afghanistan and Iraq you know there's gonna be these hidden like CIA slash special forces like clandestine things going on again and again and again and again Merrick Garland um, ended up being a dub. Thank God, maybe he was never put on the Supreme Court. <laughs> he never got the chance to be on it because Donald Trump and like everybody he knows, like, is getting like, well, not Donald Trump really, but Donald Trump's like company, like, but then all of the other people that he worked with or like were in his campaign or like is his quote-unquote, great friend. Um, They're all, like, felons. So um, it's kind of crazy that Merrick Garland said that he wasn't going to, um, you know, to go after um, anything that Donald Trump may have done illegal during his presidency to stay with, like, the unspoken rules of whatever. So basically, rich people are still getting off of things. I still don't think Elaine Maxwell is really in jail. Jeffrey Epstein is dead or whatever. Nothing's ever going to come from that. And all those women that have been feeling like they're getting closer to their day are being kind of lied to by whoever their lawyers are, like, the government's going to keep protecting these, like, high-level, like, spies slash sex trafficker arms dealers, allegedly, whatever. Allegedly, 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 that's what they are. There's all these, like, stories coming out about Israeli software companies um, that know how to get into your phone without even, like, like, no detection, and you don't have to, like, have the person, like, fucking, like, click on a link for you to, like, get into their phone, whatever. So, all this stuff's going unpunished. We're putting more sanctions on Cuba. Why? What is our business? Like, let the people of Cuba figure out what kind of... Let them rise up and let them decide what kind of government they want. We are still fucking around in Latin America so strongly. You hear, you know, all this stuff more and more. It's just same old shit, colonialism. But the figurehead this time is Joe Biden, who's golly gee nice. But golly gee nice isn't, isn't accomplishing anything in this this country like people like things people that need money aren't getting money so many people that didn't need SBA or PPP loans 
got them because they're rich people and they've got connections at banks, you know, um, there's all these recalls, like these waste of time recalls going on and all these lies that like San Francisco is this like crazy, like zombie land. I just had friends recently come from New York, one of whom is originally from this area. And I was like, see, San Francisco's never died. It's fine. Like, Blah, blah blah. We were, you know, out in the mission. She's like, "Oh my god, yeah." Like I thought it. I had heard it. It was just like really dirty and crazy. No, it's all propaganda. There are right wing conservative groups in California, like buying bots on Twitter. They're 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 trying to pose as like Democrat Democratic leaning people, and they're like totally fucking awful so Biden you got an A for COVID vaccine rollout but then now there's these variants and these breakthrough cases and they're openly saying they're not going to release that uh, hospital information for those breakout cases and to that I say why not that's not being transparent. That's being kind of like what Donald Trump attempted to do in multitude of ways. Like he didn't want to let anybody who he knew for a fact, like those poor people on the cruise ship, he didn't want to let them back in the country. He was like, let's buy an island and just put all like kind of like Molokai in Hawaii was the leper community. That's what Donald Trump wanted to do with fucking people with COVID to like, so that there wouldn't be any cases or very few cases in our country. And then the stock market went crash and all hell, you know, whatever. And he sailed to reelection. So, I mean, Biden, like, why aren't you like being transparent? Why aren't you telling what the statistics are? And for you to be pretty much in control of the CDC because it's a federal agency. Like, to have them also hide that information from the general public isn't chill either. I don't like the, like, pylon and trying to make, like, Dr. Fauci seem like he's this, like, fucking ghoul. Yes, you know, there's the... You know, all the stories about early HIV, I, I get it. Like, and nobody's perfect. He's not Jesus. But he knows his shit. He's, he's been around for a really long time. And I don't think he wants to make things worse. So I'm just a little, you know, beguiled after what he just encountered with the last administration, why um, he would agree to some misdirection. But other than, like, but the the Rand Pauls and stuff that are trying to say that he basically infected people and whatever, the other nonsense, that's just disgusting. I mean, no. Um, anyhow, I'm going to stop because I'm fucked up. But it was nice talking to you again. Uh... Be good to yourself, but also, like, check in with your friends, I guess, is the thing. You know, um, like I said, I think everybody has PTSD. It's going to take a long time. This isn't over even yet. Honor your feelings. Don't push yourself to be super social. If you can't, definitely, like, either find some you know there's so many resources for free therapy if you can't pay for therapy like talk to somebody like open up to someone be you know ask your friends like for help if you need it you're not alone and it's okay to not be okay but like check in with people hold yourself accountable to check in and make sure people are okay. And also, if you're not okay, or if you just need something from people in your life, 
it's okay to ask. I think we need to all just accept that we're a lot more raw and vulnerable now than we ever were. So, um, yeah, it's okay. You're doing great. You're doing great. I promise. So this was a verb pod. I will talk to you soon. Bye.